0: she made me cry. I laughed so hard. I had to wipe the tears out because the truth was so fun to see. I loved it because I'm like, she she knows. Uh, You mentioned the moment where you knew that you didn't want to be with her husband anymore. I had a very specific moment. Uh, It was my birthday and uh, he was very excited. He gave me a gift and I unwrapped it. And it was a Louis Vuitton backpack. It was a brown and ugly, seven hundred and fourteen dollar.
1: Hi, and welcome to House of Pride Radio with. Your host here, Salvador Tovar and my co-host, Annie Cockledo.
2: Hello hello, hello!
1: We will be starting here shortly, but here we have a little break from our music here with a song from Trojan. Coming back shortly. We're back with House of Pride Radio, again, your host, Salvador Tovar, and my lovely co-host here,
2: Annie Cockledoo. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, well,
1: welcome, to San Francisco. Welcome, to the world. We have a fabulous show for you today. We are going to talk again about our current event, the Gossip at the Scoop here in the Strobe, give you some of the latest, greatest that's coming up here. We'll talk about some of the Pokemon Go stops, see if people still like it, if it was a stuff fad, if it's going away, maybe talk about some of the Olympics, it's coming up here shortly, see if we have any favorites that we're going for. Then we'll get into some local events here, and followed with that, we'll end up talking about some history. Again, this show is brought to you because we want to preserve our history and let everybody know things about San Francisco, things about ourselves and get you involved so that you can get touched, moved and inspired. So with that, so speaking of of history here, um, Annie, so let's go ahead
2: and find out a little about Sister Annie Cockledoo. Well, my name is Sister Annie Cockledew. I'm one of the fabulous and phenomenal Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Uh, we are a headquarters, or we have a mother house, as we call it, in San Francisco. We actually have orders all throughout California, the United States, and actually worldwide. We're in Canada, Australia, Germany, France. So one of them could be listening now. Who knows? Wow, that's a long reach there. <laughs> well, you know, I like to reach deep and hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so tell, so tell us how you got active with the sisters.
2: Um, my personal um, calling, as we like to say, um, started many years ago when I was actually in a gay fraternity. Um, I know not all fraternities are gay, as much as people would like to think that. <laughs> um, mine was actually Delta Lambda Phi, which is a national uh, gay, bisexual, and progressive men's fraternity. Um, It had a chapter here in San Francisco. Um, And I enjoyed the fraternal order of um, belonging and being around a fraternal grouping. And then I moved on to uh, the rodeo, and I was part of the gay rodeo, the Golden State Gay Rodeo Association Bay Area chapter. Um, And that kind of allowed me to kind of be active in the community through charity and fundraising. And I thought, what is better than having two groups that enjoy drinking than the rodeo who is sponsored by alcohol and the sisters who like to drink alcohol? So I brought them together at the rodeo and it's been a marriage ever since. And I got my calling from the sister shortly thereafter, and I've been a sister for roughly 12 years now.
1: Wow, that's impressive there. So, sisters on hor- horseback riding there.
2: <laughs> yes, visualize that white faced nuns in dress and jewelry bouncing around on a horse in an arena. <laughs>
1: we'll
0: that's why
2: th- we will ride a cowboy and save a horse. <laughs> All righty
1: there. <laughs> Now that's a, that's an interesting mix there, and I think there's a there's a fine thread through that, and it looks like there's like a calling, like a, a giving back or help or with the community. Do you can you share some information about maybe the two different organizations and and some of the differences and similarities that you feel are part of those groups?
2: Yeah, um, one of the things that drew me to the rodeo first off was um, it was a. a A diverse group. It wasn't just uh, men. It wasn't just gay people. It was uh, men and women and they were also gay, straight, bisexual Um, and all of them kind of merged together. Um, And with the sisters it's very similar. We have uh, sisters who are biologically female. We have sisters who identify as bisexual. We have sisters who identify as straight, uh, both male and female. We have queer um, sisters. So the identification and the diversity was there um, and it allowed me to kind of bridge that gap and then there was the philanthropy or, or the giving to the community and that was something um, I saw I started with the rodeo and I got to do more of uh, as I joined the sisters and got involved with the sisters uh, here locally we do a lot of uh, fundraising uh, for nonprofits throughout the bay area got it so my
1: first my first I guess uh, recollection of the sisters was when I read first read a book from Armistad Mopan and I believe it was Michael Tolliver he was here with his parents and then <laughs> they talked about the roller skating nuns and, th- and I had, that's the first I was roller skating nuns in San Francisco wow What is this?
2: (laughs) So there's a lot of, uh, we'll just say, urban legend to a lot of that. Um, Technically, the sisters were formed in 1979. And that scene supposedly takes place in, like, 77 or 78. Um, So there's some question whether that scene actually happened at the time in which it happened versus was it added in for the luxury of, you know, telling a story. But the sisters... uh, as the story goes, a group of people out in um, the Midwest uh, that were queer uh, decided to borrow, and I use air quotes around that, um, habits from a local nunnery um, <laughs> to tell to tell the story of the Sound of Music. Now, over th- time, the story's kind of changed, and uh, our founders, who are still with us, um, have elaborated or embellished, depending on who you talk to, that story Um, but supposedly we have one of those original habits in our archives uh, that we have uh, maintained over the years um, locally and we brought it out for our 25th anniversary, we brought it out for our 30th anniversary at YBCA, Uh, we partnered with them, did a procession of nuns through 30 years of being a sister and had an art display uh, in YBCA and did a lot of stuff uh, for the 30th. And we try to do that every five or so years. We try to do a big celebration of our anniversary, which, oddly enough, is Easter Sunday. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) In fact, so YBCA, that's the Urbuena Culture Arts Center?
2: uh, Urbuena Culture Arts Center. Okay. Y-B-C-A. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was thinking of Y-M-C-A. Wait. <laughs> Young Men's Christian Association. We know yes. where your mind is, Al. In the gutter. In the steam room.
1: Psst. So, yeah. So, the um, the sisters, I one I, I of my, like I said, I, that was the first time I'd ever heard of the sisters. And then moving to San Francisco, I came here. And, of course, they're everywhere. Which
2: sister gave you your first glitter blessing? Come on.
1: You know, uh, My glitter blessing.
2: And you know what a glitter blessing is, don't you? No, tell...
1: Oh, wait, no. Okay, yes, yes, I heard about that, yes. (laughs) They leave a ring around the collar, so to
2: speak. (laughs) Well, that's one way of remembering we were there. (laughs) Yes, yes.
1: Actually, I have yet to do that.
2: Oh, I'm As sure em- there's lots of sim- <laughs> sisters who would be happy to bless the emperor, San- the reigning emperor of San Francisco. Now that
1: would be a, a ring of treats.
2: <laughs> so yeah, so I was
1: I was here and moved here ten years ago, and then I saw the sisters actually on Easter Sunday, and, and the activities that were happening at Dolores Park, and that was pretty exciting. But then I met some of my friends who were cheerleaders, and we thought, oh, this hunky Jesus, let's go ahead and do it. So I actually entered in it, believe it or not. Oh no! <laughs> and it's one of my, one of my most famous lookups. When you go out to Google and search this, there's it's a good and bad thing. So I don't know how it's going to hurt me publicly when I run for office if I do choose to run for office. But I chose to do it. We did um, me and my friend Ryan Kimsey, who you know as yes. uh, um, my daughter. We decided to do a theme, and it was called Double Cross Jesus. So what we did is we created the. I actually crosses.
2: think I remember this. Go on.
1: <laughs> we we cut out. We had somebody carve the whole thing. I think it was one of was Ryan's, um, Ryan's uh, tenant or something. But he went ahead and carved out that whole thing. We painted it in my backyard, and we didn't think about heaviness. We just thought about the look, right? But damn, wasn't that a cross to carry?
2: <laughs> we have heard stories of people carrying crosses from all parts of San Francisco. To our event, <laughs> and I really take a moment to say, I am so glad I am a sister and not trying to be hunky Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah, it was brutal. And and then actually, so for me,
1: growing up Catholic too, I thought, I said, oh my gosh, am I really gonna go through with this? I mean, you know, is the lightning gonna come down and strike me? So I decided to go to church. I went to Dolores, uh, Mission Dolores and was there, and all I could think about was looking at him like that's how I should drape the fabric, because <laughs> I see Jesus. Well, actually, he wasn't up there at the time. They, they cover him at that time. Yeah. But I saw how things were draped. Yeah, long story short, we came in second place there.
2: And then that same year Do you was, know who the the hunky Jesus was that year? I don't know him, but I, I see pictures of him. Okay, do you know what, what, is, what we called him? No. Okay, because usually a hunky Jesus, every year... Um, Although they are dubbed Hunky Jesus, uh, we have whatever theme or whatever they are doing so we've had you know jump rope jesus uh we've had pogo stick jesus so we've had all these different Jesuses over the years so that's why i asked because oh, usually usually there is some funny name that we've dubbed them as part of their hunky jesus title
1: yeah and so that's why we did the double cross jesus and the, the thing there with the double cross <laughs> yeah i don't remember what what his his theme was well i mean he was barely clothed so i mean Real Jesus, I guess Barbie Jesus, maybe.
2: <laughs> well, there are some good-looking men, so there's other names yeah. we come up with them.
3: <laughs> yeah You they,
2: can reach out to Sister Dana. Oh, yes. and she is probably very familiar with the every Jesus that has been Hunky Jesus. <laughs> personally, and some of them may need to be checked regularly.:
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, we, I enjoyed. I enjoyed that whole experience. It was fun. So then the aftermath, right? Uh, so picture this. I am going to work, and all of a sudden, I get a call and saying that I'm on TV. I'm like, "What? I'm on TV?" <laughs> and my sister in law says, "Yeah, we we saw you on TV. We think it's you, but I mean, we don't think you would be doing this." I'm like, "Well, what is it?" Well, it was, um, oh my gosh, Bill O'Reilly factor. So Bill O'Reilly comes on and talks about the sacrilegious things that are happening in San Francisco. Sin
2: City. Yes. And
1: all of a sudden, what do they do? They post a picture up, and there is double-crossed Jesus right there.
2: (laughs) So we are well known throughout the Christian right community, Um, and we've had our own set of controversy over the years about that. Um, But yes, every year we get emails of how sacrilegious it is how we are all damned to go to hell which by the way if we're all going the parties there i'll probably be one of the door divas um so look for me at the entrance of hell um but yeah the, like we get all sorts of kind of not really hate mail but emails about it we have had people come up to us and say why don't you do you know other religious icons and everything and my response is, we would, but our anniversary is on Easter. Um, and, you know, what's better than a half-naked man on stage in front of 20,000 people, roughly? I don't think there's a problem with it. Okay. Um, so we also also have a, um, oh, now I'm going to forget what it's called, but a merry contest for women. Okay, um, And we do, because uh, we've actually, over the years, have had male and female hunky Jesuses. Um, but now we have a separate uh, competition for um, people who identify in, the, uh, in a feminine form um, and want to compete in a similar con- competition. So we have that. We have the hunky Jesus, which uh, makes it onto Bill O'Reilly and other things. <laughs> um, and then we also have the um, bonnet contest. We okay. actually were one oh, of the right. early ones to do a bonnet <laughs> contest. And oddly enough, you see those bonnets at every other competition throughout the day. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> you just see. I remember seeing them all throughout the
1: Castro and throughout well, throughout the city. Actually, yep. You know, people are coming from all over the city to try to go and attend the event for the sisters.
2: Yeah. Um, earlier in the day, uh, just talking about Easter, not anywhere uh, uh, relevant, but um, we do do children's Easter. So we actually do an Easter celebration for. Uh, The kids, Um, because one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is they think of the sisters, you know, in the hunky Jesus contest way where it's like, you know, half naked men that we're all trying to grope. Um, Not to say that I've not tried. Never been successful, um, but we do do children's Easter in the beginning. So we do face painting, we do an egg, uh, a candy uh, egg contest, and we do all sorts of games and everything. And we do that for the community because we realize our community is very diverse. So we have people who have children who want to still be part of the uh, sisters' Easter, but also have kids that may not want to be, you know, out uh, throughout the day with you know the more risque aspects of it. So, we have, you know, Children's Easter in the morning, and we have main Easter and Hunky Jesus in the afternoon.
1: Got it, got it. No, it's been really fun I, to to be a part of the sisters, and then you now being part of the board for the Imperial Court of San Francisco, where I've seen this marriage of organizations, and I think that's kind of... I, I like your story, and I wanted you on here as a co-host, because I love the fact that it's not just about one organization. You want to give so many, because you see that thread of giving, and sometimes... Other organizations need more help than the ones that you already a part of. You're still affiliated with them and you're always gonna continue. However, it's just that that pattern, right? You wanna help this other organization do something similar so that they continue to thrive. And I like that aspect of that. And that's kind of similar to what I do in my volunteerism, but um, in my volunteerism, but also at work. So when I do things with uh, with people trying to do Toastmasters, or helping them with with their public speaking, helping them become successful leaders, or helping groom the next the Latin individuals with their team member networks, like that's my that's my way of giving back. My parents have always taught us, you know what? You've got to give back. This is—we've never had all of this. You were, we didn't have this fortune that you have now, and we grew up as a secretary. My dad was a truck driver, still is a truck driver, and he says we want to give you guys the tools to go out there and help others, and, and this is kind of my way of, of uh, acknowledging them for that. And I and I saw that in you, and so I wanted to talk about that.
2: Um, yeah, I, you know, I I do believe um, that organizations are better served uh, uh, if we are together um, and we support one another. Um, I do believe that there is purpose for all organizations uh, based on whatever they feel called to um, and what they feel uh, a passion for. But I feel like we should be united as a or as a community um, because it's always bigger than um, one. And many um, can s- uh, solve a problem um, more so than one individual solving a problem. So that's kind of the way I look at it and the way I think um, it helps uh, diversify uh, what the sisters do. As I said, the sisters, you know, give not only give money to charities throughout the um, Bay Area lo- locally, um, we do. But we also support um, other organizations by, as for me, being part of the Imperial Council Um, You know, every year I try to make it to coronation. Uh, Sometimes I'm the only nun, but, um, you know, I try to make it to coronation as well as now being involved in the back and behind the scenes um, side of the back and behind. Well, you know, (laughs) Um, but that's kind of what I enjoy doing um, is working with organizations and making sure um, they're moving forward and they're uh, not stagnant because we've seen a lot of organizations come and go. Um, Growing up locally here in the Bay Area, I've actually seen lots of organizations come and go, um, change their missions over time. So it um, again, it goes back to the core belief that I I think we are better served as a united force rather than a divided force. And as much as we can do that, as much as I can do that as an individual, um, that's my passion and what I'm called to do.
1: Got it, got it. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a music break here, but I do want to go back to something you did say. You talked about your archives, and that's, again, something that I'm really passionate about this year is helping people (laughs) preserve their archives. So I wanted to talk maybe some things that you've seen in your archives when we come back after the radio break and maybe talk to people and, and how they can possibly archive their information uh, and maybe they have information or paraphernalia from the sisters that they can share pictures and so forth. Yeah. So we'll be back after this music break. And again, this is House of Pride Radio brought to you by your host today, Salvador Tovar, and your co-host, Annie Cockledew, And we are sponsored today by Sparky's Fun and Joy, a local Bay Area balloon and party supply store located on 115 Clement Street. You dream it. We create it, we blow it. And we are back with House of Pride Radio, and this is your host, Salvador Tovar. And my co host here, we have Annie's sister, Annie Cockledoo. Now, earlier we were talking about uh, Annie and her. Her philanthropic duties, her groping of many, or possibly wanting to grope many of the Hunky Jesus contestants, these poor contestants. I
2: serve the community on my knees or standing. It's whatever I need to do to serve the community. It's all in charity. Sometimes it's a lot of charity.
1: And then we also were talking about how my first experience with the sisters was reading about the sisters in in the Armistad Mopan books where we were talking about the word when the sister started. So there is some, a little bit of, well, you know, where did you get that information <laughs> from? And then, um, sister Annie talked about the, what were those things again where the, where the nuns were habits, The habits. Now I, we won't talk about our habits, but <laughs> <laughs> which led me to talk, think about the archives and you talked about how you guys have an archives.
2: Yeah. So, um, we have, uh, uh, as I like to say, a lot of pack rats in the uh, Sisters. Um, some of them ha- have legitimate things that are um, worth uh, talking about. And others are newspaper articles and odd things that you know people are mentioning. But the Sisters, as a corporation of 501c3, actually own all of our archives, uh, which uh, other organizations may or may not. Um, but we actually uh, own them. Outright. So anything that is given to the archives or to the sisters to go into archives becomes property of the order. Um, and as property of the order, we have the right to use it. Now, there are um, items that are potentially copywritten because they're newspaper articles or they're uh, news footage of Sister Boom Boom throwing a pie at one of the um, mayoral candidates. You know, that might not be ours to copy. Um, but it might be ours because it's part of our history. It's part of who we are as Got an organization. It. And we actually encourage all of our new members to spend, uh, I, th- oh no. Um, <laughs> it's somewhere between uh, eight and 10 hours in archives through their initiates process, okay. um, learning about our history and learning who we are because that allows them to understand where they, where we as an organization came from. And it. Uh, allows them to know that there's something richer and uh, more uh, more uh, that's larger than they are behind them, and it also means they 're part of history um, and they are making history as they move through their process and as they become a sister, they are part of our history now
1: well I think that's very important to to learn about our history because a lot of times when i 'm out you, know, you hear a lot of individuals, oh, you know, the youth, they they don't respect us. they don't remember the things that we had to go through, all oh, the fights and so forth uh, with the you know, the Stonewall riots or the gay marriage amendments that we're coming through now um, where we're slowly getting there, but most LGBT, individuals do have a lot more rights than what we've had before there's still struggles but yet people forget where we started from this and my point in this is that learning about our history and i think that's what got me involved not that i think that's i know that's what got me involved with the imperial court system is the fact that i learned about Jose saria somebody who i'd never met but he was a, a gay activist a latino and i said oh wow i'd never heard about him and i wanted to learn more as where i live there's a street. There's a little court there
2: with his name on it, and I never knew. I was like, "Who is this guy?" You, know, who, you weren't there when they blocked off the street and named it. I wasn't. I, it was in what, year, what year was that? I know. I actually think it was probably about 11 years ago yeah. or so. It was. It was a year before I moved. Yeah.
1: So it was. Uh, and the big, the big thing with that was, I, I as I started learning more and more, I wanted to be, I wanted to become involved because of, of where he started. It, it was started by a gay activist who wanted to make a difference in, from a political perspective. And then it did, it turned into this campiness, and now you have the evolution of the, the
2: imperial court system of San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and, and that's similar to the sisters. I mean, we uh, a lot of people know of us or know people who are part of our group, uh, but very few people know our history. Um, We came out of many different facets. Um, We are part of the uh, queer fairies, uh, the radical fairies. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, And the radical fairies are a bunch of fairies uh, that, you know, do different things. Uh, There was also a very political arm of us. Uh, We were very... Active in the late '70s uh, with you know nuclear war and wow. nuclear protest, and then in the '80s, as the uh, queer cancer started coming up that uh, was now known as AIDS um, and HIV, we were the f- one of the first groups to actually publish a f- safe sex manual for gay men. Wow! It had not been done up until the point of uh, the Sisters did it, and we. Uh, Our pamphlet, which we still produce today, is called Playfair, Um, and it is a pamphlet for safe sex, and it was literally the first one out there that ever addressed the issues of gay men and having safe sex during this epidemic that was literally killing hundreds of thousands of people on such a daily basis, and the community... The sisters saw the community in need, and we looked at what the community needed, and they needed not only our, you know, a fun clown aspect of who we are, but they needed this information. They needed it in, a, a, in a, a digestible way. And so we came up with this very cute and fun little Playfair book that still is presented this day.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I would have. This is amazing to hear about this because I would have thought it came like from the from the um, health health codes or you know from from some type of medical industry that would have done this. But it was you sisters who came in and saw a need there to educate individuals, and then from there on, look what that one message did. Now, many people go out there and are providing more and more information and I remember me as a, a growing up in Texas where living here now i mean there 's so much information I mean I can go out this, go out to the streets and there 's many information about all the new drugs that are out there or about um, what is it called prep and so forth. And, but in, in Texas, it was one of those things where you'd try to go look it up and make sure that like, if you're looking up in the library, or you wouldn't want anybody knowing that you're pulling out that specific book. So you really hid a lot of these things. Or even condoms, for, for that matter. When people were giving them out, you would take them, but you would hide them. Versus here, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to need a handful of those for tonight. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, of course you do, Sal. Um, I've seen what you go home with usually alone. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's something the sisters do not only locally, but we do it uh, throughout the United States and actually worldwide. Uh, one of our houses in Australia, uh, the second oldest order of sisters of perpetual indulgence in the world, is in Aust- uh, Sydney, Australia. And in Australia, we do a lot of, they still do a lot of activism and uh, outreach to a community about health. Um, And just the difference of health care that they have there, they are fighting for those needs in that country. Uh, France is doing the same thing, and our German sisters do it in Germany. Uh, They do the same thing. They do that outreach, and they look at what their communities need. The sisters here in San Francisco do what we call condom ministry, and we actually have packets of condoms. Um, and we go out to bars and we hand out condoms to anybody who wants them. Okay. Uh, we have men's condoms and women's condoms. Um, and, but what's interesting is when I travel to other orders throughout uh, in the United States, learning that, like, bars don't have condoms in them. You know, like, people aren't handing out condoms. And it's very, like... Each community has a different uh, need and each group of sisters finds that need and focuses on and helps serve the community that way. So that's a, you know, a lot of what we do is uh, both health outreach, but we're also very politically active. Uh, we actually just had a rather controversial email thread about uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, and wow. it was with sisters all throughout the uh, world. Uh, talking about um, the Black Lives Matter movement and how we as sisters can help support it and feel called to serve that community. Um, And even within our own uh, organization, uh, there was different voices. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we had our own internal conversation of like, how do we serve that community? How do you serve that community if you're not part of the community? And different things like that, that made it a very rich texture of uh, dialogue and really helped educate us to go that next step to serve our communities even further
1: yeah wow i think that's amazing so even i mean even current things that are impacting our communities today i mean starting from where you guys did with with the pamphlet to black lives matter i think that's phenomenal it's 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 activism at its best here and i love how you it's not just san francisco and then you dish it out to everybody else it's the entire sisterhood from what i understand and everybody gets to give their feedback and I'm sure you, you hear the different comments, and because everybody grows up differently, and some people have more um, bigotry or hatred that they grew up with, so they tend to say something differently than others. Who I say we grow, we're, we're living here in this bubble, uh, but I mean we we live here in San Francisco where a lot of things are, are are more accepting, and therefore we don't really realize those things unless you're out of this bubble or out of the. The community where you're accepted more, so I find that that fascinating.
2: Yeah, wow, it's 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 different. Um, uh, being a local, as I was saying earlier, being a local from the Bay Area, you know, I grew up, you know, just south of San Francisco in San Mateo. Um, and I am from a from the Bay Area. My father graduated from Galileo High. You know, um, there are differences of being a local and being here. Um and learning that a lot of people come here with those preconceived uh, notions of uh, race or sexual orientation or gender or, you know, uh, class. So there are all these different things, and as every, organi- as every individual sees that they bring those in, each group brings those in differently.
1: Wow, wow. How's the Pride radio? Hey, Matt. All right, I'm going to put you on, on live here shortly, okay? All right. All right, and we have a caller calling in. Actually, we have the reigning emperor of Las Vegas here, my brother, Matt Cox. Hey, Matt, how are you? Hey, great. How are you all tonight? We're doing great. We're doing great here. Thank you for calling in. I also have uh, my co-host here, Sister Annie Cockledoo.
2: Hello. I don't think I've actually met you yet. It'll be no. an emperor a sister hasn't groped. Or have you been groped by our Las Vegas sisters?
4: <laughs> I'm having a real hard time hearing you guys.
2: Oh, how about now? Can you hear us better?
4: I can hear you better.
1: Oh, okay, great, great. Well, Sister Annie was was talking was saying that um, <laughs> she, she doesn't remember meeting you, but she was talking about your, her, her groping sisters in Las Vegas. Have you oh, met the, the Las City Vegas sisters? sisters?
4: Here. Yes, Sister Lucy. Actually, we just had a fun event with them last Saturday night. We had porn bingo here in Las Vegas.
1: Wow, that's right. In fact, um, well, I wanna, I before I even go into your coronation week uh, and all the different activities that that happen there. You do have a lot of activity with the sisterhood there in, in Las Vegas.
4: That's right. We actually, I'm uh, we're actually bringing an event. Or the sisters are bringing an event that you all do in san francisco project nunway i'm actually one of the designers for project nunway that's happening here in las vegas on october 1st
2: yeah so that was another event sisters uh, here brought it uh it's uh, called project nunway um, and there's orders throughout the united states that do it and i think this is vegas's first year i think lady bunny if yeah. i'm not mistaken is coming
4: yeah it's going to be the very first year so we're all excited wow well, brother here, tell us about your reign.
1: Tell, I mean, so you, you're, I'm barely hitting the six month mark, but you're, you're a little pat ahead of me there. Uh, how have things been so far?
4: Hey, you know, we're having an exciting year. Our goal is to raise sixty thousand dollars here for the Las Vegas community, and uh, we're just having a good time. Our year is about friendship, truth, and love, and just having fun doing it, and um, educating our community about the court and the good things that we do here in Las Vegas and around the country
1: yeah i've loved seeing you and and your empress there um, diana diana cox diana prince i'm already I'm partnering you guys well you guys are already married so
4: that's right we've been together 22 years and we just happen to be reigning together this year and having a blast doing it
1: yeah that's been amazing it's been amazing now you have you're coming actually both of us will be attending a, a coronation coming up here you want to talk about that
4: yeah, um, I, I think you're talking about going to Austin, Texas. So we actually go to Austin, Texas next weekend, and we'll be there for a few days to uh, represent our local courts in Austin, Texas and help them raise some money there in Austin and um, just uh, be able to fellowship with each other from around the world.
1: Now, is it colder in is it Well, not colder. I said is it is Austin well, it is, hotter I, than Vegas for for right Las now? Vegas,
4: it is going to be cooler.
1: For it's you, be it'll cool. be a
4: little hot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we've been living in our we, we've been in our heat wave here of our winter in San Francisco whopping 70 degrees
4: <laughs> oh I'm so jealous today right now it's 104-105 degrees
1: wow wow that's so we're ready for there. September
4: <laughs> for the weather to cool off
1: now tell us. Now I, I know you have. Um, you know, so with the t- talk to us a little bit about about coronation there. I know you. It's 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 still a ways away, but I know you just released some information about it.
4: Yeah. So coronation's coming up on uh, November 30th through December 4th is our coronation week. We start out with a Mr. Nude competition that is held here, um, and it's on November 30th. Or, sorry, December 1st. On uh, November 30th, is our local uh, community event. It's just our um town award ceremony then December 1st is our Mr. Nude competition this will be our fourth year of doing Mr. Nude uh, it's a $500 cash prize anybody from the, around the United States can enter into the competition and we just have a good time it is completely nude and um let's just say I have a few selfies with the winners last year is that uh, what we're calling it these days night. selfies do what?
2: I said, are we calling it selfies these days when we um, have our hands around a half-naked or a naked man?
4: Well, I ha- do have my hands around them, but I also have a photo with their manhood. Let's just say that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like a good Sin City person.
4: That's right. Um, then December second uh, is our normal Las Vegas bar crawl. we we'll, we're. Unlike San Francisco, the bars do not close here in Las Vegas, so we will be out to all hours of the night partying in the city and introducing all of our local bars to our court families. And uh, then our big day is on November, or December 3rd, which is our coronation, which is a masquerade ball over the rainbow, a trip to Venice, Rio and New Orleans. And so it's going to be tons of feathers and fun and uh, as little clothes as possible on everybody there.
1: Wow. So I remember my first bus crawl there
4: in Vegas.
2: <laughs> How I much don't... of it do you really remember, Sal? <laughs> How yeah. much of it?
4: <laughs> well, I do just say remember. My princess do... at the time lost her cell phone on the tour. Y-
1: yes, that's right. My princess. <laughs> Oh, my! I think that was the first that was the first sign of jealousy that I saw from her. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jenny, two blocks away, although now she lives more than two blocks away from the Castro, so we're calling her two muni stops away now, <laughs>
4: two muni now, huh?
1: yep, she just moved
4: <laughs> that may mean she'll miss the show, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Matt, well, thank
1: you so much for calling in and, and telling us about, about your uh, coronation there. Any, uh, let, let us know how, how our listeners here can, can donate to your causes and so forth for your court.
4: So if you'd love to participate, you can go to DesertEmpire.org. And uh, all of our information of all of our upcoming events, or if you'd like to just make a donation, you can do that right there on the website. Again, it's DesertEmpire.org. And we'd love to see uh, If you're ever here in Vegas, look us up and uh, come have a great time with us.
1: Awesome, and then where can they find out information about your coronation and, and how to, to reserve tickets or reserve their hotel?
4: Same, same place, DesertEmpire.org has all of our hotel information. We're going to be at the Gold Coast Hotel and Casino this year, um, and then it'll give you hotel information, prices on our ticket. Uh, Mr. Nude, if you'd like to enter into that, come and join us and maybe win
1: $500. Awesome, brother. Well, hey, it was a pleasure having you on here, and I will see you next week
4: sounds great thanks for having me and uh good luck to you all on a great show tonight
1: all right thank you so much brother take care bye-bye thank you all right and with that we're going to go ahead and take a music break here and this again this is house of pride radio brought to you by your host salvador tovar and my co-host here sister annie cockle and we are back with House of Pride Radio with your host tonight, Salvador Tovar, and my co-host, Sister Annie Cockledoo. (laughs) Cockledoo-doo-doo! Speaking of cock, just kidding. No, no, no. (laughs) Well, I actually could talk about cock, because this weekend, this past weekend, there was a lot of cock that we saw at uh, Up Your Alley.
2: (laughs) You know, there's that little street fair that happens every year in Door Alley, And we partner with Folsom Street Events, um, and we actually work the gates for Folsom Street Events, uh, which is in uh, the end of September, and we just did Door Alley, and we man all of their gates for them and get volunteers. Wow. It's part of our uh, community outreach, as we like to call it. Sometimes it's a little more outreach than it is community or vice versa. Um, But, yeah, we do that, um, and we've done it for probably the last... I want to say almost twenty years. Wow, uh, that we've been partnered with Folsom Street. So we have a lot of kinky nuns.
1: Wow, and then uh, you probably didn't need
2: sunscreen because
1: you had your makeup to hide your face. But
2: (laughs) yes, but we have learned over the years what little clothing we wear elsewhere becomes interesting sunburns for the next week (laughs) and a half to two weeks. Oh man, I have these. My I still have my
1: harness uh, suntan. From, from this weekend, from Sunday. Yeah. It was overcasted the whole morning, so I thought it was well. It was really cold this, that in the morning. And then all yes, of a your
2: sudden, nipples were showing. <laughs> I mean, I'll just point it out.
1: <laughs> yes, they were showing. They were revealed. And then, um, well, my other co-host, who or, our other anchor who was going to call in, but he didn't, Mike Evans, if you're out there, where are you? You're supposed to call in. Uh, he actually got a chance to meet him at the other event on Saturday, which was the flagging in the park. Which was phenomenal. You want to talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, um, the sisters actually partner with um, some local DJs and so forth, um, and they do an event called Flagging in the Park. Uh, It's in the AIDS Memorial Grove. Um, And we help raise money for uh, uh, local organizations, um, flagging being one of them. And it's basically bringing joy uh, back to the community. One of the big things that happened during the early years of the AIDS epidemic is we lost a lot of our hot go-go boys that used to do flagging at the clubs um, and several individuals during that time period uh, that were from that time period decided you know what let's let's mem- uh, let's commemorate those people. let's mem- uh, remember uh, that energy and that warmth that they had while they were flagging. Uh, so it kind of popped up in uh, uh, Golden Gate Park and it became flagging in the park and, you can go out there and see all kinds of people flagging from little kids to women to men um gay straight queer um all flagging out there just enjoying the sun and being with one another and really showing love and just dancing to the music
1: yeah it was a phenomenal saturday i was working with sparky's fun enjoy joy and we were doing a lot of deliveries and lo and behold i had the days wrong so i thought it was on sunday for some reason because i think it usually is on a sunday but but we had dori alley this weekend you're pretty (laughs) you're a pretty emperor so eric calls (laughs) me my my princess yes and shout out to era my out there and and i was like oh my god i have to bring these balloons so i ran and hauled ass there to pick up and, and put the balloons out and then had a great time so it was really fun very energetic a lot of cool and and a lot of tourists were there too like it was really amazing but that's where i met mike evans and so mike if you're out there give us a shout out or give us a call he has a new line of, of clothing that he's actually going to introduce it's these hoodies where they have these prints on them he had a bear print on one of them one of them had said woof and i happened to mention that i was a unicorn emperor. That was I am the Unicorn Emperor, and on on Sunday he showed up to up your alley and presented me with a pink hoodie with leather with black leather um, trim. And then it had those silver rivets, so it was a color of our quartz.
2: <laughs> Aww, you got to wear a unicorn hoodie. Yes, yes. You can say
1: that I was a bit horny Therefore, up your alley. <laughs> yeah, well, har- Harness and all. Hard nipples, horn- harness, <laughs> and a horn. Yeah, so Mike Evans is actually going to come on next, probably he'll be here next week actually to talk about this line. He will be introducing it out this weekend because it is also Lazy Bear weekend up in Gurinville, which I believe it's their 20th anniversary that yep. they're throwing this event.
2: And they also partner with our Russian River sisters. Uh, They do uh, an event up there as well. So it'll be a lot of uh, bear people up at the Russian River with a lot of sisters, and there will probably be glitter blessings everywhere. Now tell us which kind of bears. Bears of all kinds. (laughs) Big bears, hairy bears, tall bears, short bears. You name it, there will be a bear there. Bears bearing everything in Gurrenville. <laughs> now there's a catchphrase. We should tell them that that should be their new catchphrase. Great, great. We'll do it for their 21st anniversary. <laughs> and maybe we'll get
1: Mike Evans to create shirts for that, that reveal. So anyway, a little bit about this little shirt. So it's a cutout of that print, so you can actually see through and actually feel the chest or feel through the the fabric there. And yeah, it was kind of a cool little exotic, little,
2: little erotic um openness on your chest. Sal, you're blushing a little. <laughs> was there a lot of touching and feeling going on this weekend there with were,
1: that? Oh, there, there was. People wanted to touch the unicorn. <laughs> uh,
2: all right. You, you keep telling
1: yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and so it was fun. I had a, I had a blast. I, I was actually helping there with uh, volunteering with Cheer San Francisco. A shout out to my cheerleading brothers and sisters out there. Uh, we are having tryouts actually coming up. So if you go out to the website at cheerisf.org, you can go ahead and find out how you can become a cheerleader. We are actually the official cheerleaders of the city and county of San Francisco. So find out more about us and our tryouts at cheerisf.org. We are a philanthropic organization that raises money through our physical strengths by lifting spirits throughout the community and doing our cheertastic performances. Yeah, so just as you've heard with, with Sister Annie Cockledoo and all the different events, a, a lot of these organizations partner together. I mean, that's how we grow. That's how we, um, we, co- that's how we coexist and continue the, the, the liveliness of the philanthropic duties that, that call to many of us who are part of these organizations.
2: Now, Sister Annie, any of, uh, more events that you guys have coming up? oddly enough we have quite a few Um, but yes here locally we are actually partnering with the Imperial Council of San Francisco and your court um, with uh, Miss Eva uh, Miss Eva Sensitiva and the event is called uh, Project Gender Blur um, and it will be at Bo Bo at 2343 Market Street on Saturday, August twenty seventh, uh, from three to seven, uh, we're raising um, money for that organization. We'll also be doing uh, taking photos and everything um, of just uh, the lines that are blurred between genders. Uh, we also have a couple other events coming up. Uh, we do a, a weekly event at the Stud um it's called sing till you Hurt" with sister flora good time uh she's an amazing amazing uh, karaoke dj and that'll be at the stud on wednesday nights and there's no cover she tells me and it's uh, uh, happy hours until 10 p.m and it goes until midnight and then we have an event called sister speaks uh, we're partnering with a local photographer uh heather jackson uh who is doing photos of the sisters and creating a photo history of who we are and some oh. oral histories. Um, and that is if you go to the sisters.org, uh, and that's sisters with an S, uh, otherwise you end up at a more adult oriented website. <laughs> um, but we are partnering with her to, um, do this event. It call, it's called sister speaks, Um, And this coming event is Thursday, August 25th, and I think our final speaker, Sister Roma, the infamous and world-famous most photographed sister, Sister Roma, will be doing a speak. And she'll be talking about her history and kind of giving an oral history of herself and uh, her being a sister.
1: Wow, there's a lot of oralness going on with the sisters here.
2: Yes, we do take a lot of dictation, <laughs> oral dictation. That is
1: now. I, now, at our investiture, we were we were given uh, we were given titles. Tell tell me a little bit about that. What is this title? That what kind of sister can I possibly be?
2: I don't know about <laughs> being a sister. Let's first get you through the imperial reign, yes. and then talk about it. Um, you actually already have a sister as an emperor. Uh, sister Penny is one of your uh, emperors. Uh, Emperor John Richards um and the title that we bestowed upon you was a honorary title uh, for your reign of honorary novice sister um and i think it had something to do with unicorns rainbows and glitter and <laughs> we um bestow titles uh, like that uh, to many of our community uh, community members uh, we also bestow the honor honor title of saint Um, And those are two people who uh, give back to the community and are saints of the sisters. Uh, There are many uh, saints throughout uh, San Francisco that have been involved with the sisters. Um, But your honorary title uh, gives you nothing within the order and has no power or rank in the order. It's just for fun, and it's pretty, and we had a lot of fun doing it, Um, and it was a lot of craziness that day, (laughs) Oh yes, Um, but we had a good time, and I think uh, you guys are living up to your titles. As a sister will always say, you will eventually manifest your name, and I think you are manifesting yours quite well throughout your reign as Emperor. Thank you so much. I
1: appreciate that. I value that a lot. Yes, And, and it's been fun. It's been a great experience. Again, this is us talking about the life and, and of all these different organizations, but also what we're doing with our courts. In fact, tonight, and probably about two or three minutes, they are going to close the, um, the contestants' race there for the Mr. and Mrs. Golden Gate. So if you actually want to participate uh, to be a contestant, it's at the lookout today. Till 7 o'clock. Till 7 o'clock, so you've got two minutes. Run! Run, Nelly, run! Uh, Most of you, we've we've been talking about this for the last two weeks, but you will probably within the next couple of days, you will find out who your contestants are for that race. And what it is, is they have the need to sell raffle tickets. The raffle tickets are $5 each, and we have some great prizes. The grand prize of them all is a week's stay in Puerto Vallarta, followed with a weekend stay in R3 out in Guerinville. We also have a lovely empress, a shout-out to Empress Emma Peel. She's very appealing there. She brought us a lovely gift basket here with, her, with NARS, where she works and does her cosmetics and can get you all nice and pretty and freshed up. Uh, that's valued at uh, over $500. And then followed with a Canon printer and, and, uh, and, and what is it? a photo or not a photo what is it camera (laughs) i forgot what those are
2: it's not a phone it's not an iphone or galaxy it's a camera
1: camera got it although it doesn't
2: have film it's probably digital
1: (laughs) it is it is a digital (laughs) camera yeah so those are the gifts that, that we're giving out for the mr and mrs golden gate contest so again um Look out for more information. You can go out to the San Francisco Imperial Court website and find out who your contestants are and how you can help them. In addition to that, we will be ha- we will be announcing those candidates this Saturday at Dollhouse, which is going to be at the Midnight Sun, hosted by my empress again, Emma Peel, and we, where the contestants will be there to meet and greet and possibly sell you guys tickets. We will then do a bus crawl, and then that's, I believe, happening on August 25th, where we will be out and about and actually acknowledging the current or yeah, the current Mr. and Mrs. Golden Gate, where they've done a, an amazing job this year of helping raise awareness, raising funds, and being very active in the community. So a shout out to Rhonda and to Leandro out there for a great, great job this year. We look for more of, of you, both of you, I know that Rhonda, you are not here, but the the Seattle court is really excited to have you. And our shout out to our sister cheerleading squad, Cheer Seattle, who is now the second youngest squad because we have a new squad coming out in San Diego that just just started. So more to come on that. And we know Leandro here, who also has some aspirations in the future. So he's been he's done a great job. A shout out to both of them for a great a great t- Um, year that they've had.
2: And they'll be stepping down on August uh, 28th um, and that will be an all day, uh, uh, there will be three events that day. It'll be the 20th anniversary of the Golden Gates. Yes. Um, And there will be a uh, brunch at 11 a.m. And uh, that will be at the lookout. And then uh, 2 p.m. around that time we'll be starting the Golden Gate Games in uh, uh, Eureka Park and then in the evening we will doing a step down and a crowning of the finale uh, at Toad Hall uh, you can get all additional information on this event at the Imperial Courts website uh, imperialcourtsf.org and they uh, you can buy tickets online shortly and you'll be able to participate in all three events and the that's when they'll announce who won the grand plot prize of the trip to puerto vallarta which by the way last year i won Yeah. Uh, just saying <laughs> you can go buy a ticket and you could win um and yeah it's an all-day affair on the 28th of august uh there will be events uh, all the way up until that point uh almost every weekend so it's definitely a month-long uh, joyous time
1: yeah, so and so this so the the Olympics are coming up, right? So this is kind of our Golden Gate Gay Games uh, Olympics-ish type thing. No <laughs> infringement on any trademarks. No, none none, none whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> well, sister, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. I loved all the the philanthropic uh, information that you provided to us i love learning about the history of the sisters and i'm sure my our audiences learned uh, loved it as well and uh, at this part we go ahead and kind of wrap it up and give some last thoughts
2: to so you want to take a moment last thoughts um my dying thoughts what am i gonna say oh yeah um i'll see you all in hell because um, that's where we'll be, uh, the sisters that is, because um, we really? are her- we are heretics, at least we've been told we are heretics within the eyes of the Catholic Church, and my passing thought is, you know you know what, let's partner together, let's uh, be a, a community, let's um, work together and we can solve more as a group than we can individually, and I think that's a good message to move forward with.
1: It's a great, great message, great, great message.
2: Yeah, so this week for me, it's been it's been an amazing
1: experience. I've had some I've had some opportunities to meet many of you out there and who have been listening or who have been um, coming to some of the events that we've had. So shout out to all of you guys out there, especially Mike Evans. You'll be out here next week to be talking about your new product line but i wanted to talk to everybody again it's it's all about the possibilities that we create and you've heard me the last three years through the last three years the last three weeks here talking about these possibilities and making sure that you guys keep those possibilities open remember to keep hoping and keep that love in your heart because that's how we grow that's how we keep our community together thriving and that's how we will stay united so again this is salvador tovar and my co-host Sister Annie Cockledo. Yep, and this show has been brought to you by Sparky's Fun and Joy. We are located at 115 Clement Street. We are a balloon party supply and toy store that's a local locally gay owned little store here and certified by the Lesbian Gay Chamber of Commerce. Visit us on the website at www.sparkysfunandjoy.com. I just showed my age and I said www. Oh my God! At least she didn't say it was the World Wide Web. That's right. Well, again, and thank you, Tweeka, so much for allowing this op- this opportunity to have this imperial takeover here. She has been doing amazing. She's been out there resting her laurels there and getting some cool ideas and amazingness there and uh, always has a great smile (laughs) thank you honey well ladies and gentlemen you heard it here three weeks in a row of the
5: emperor's takeover of house of pride radio let's have a nice round of applause for salvador tovar he's going to be back for one at least one more week next wednesday is that right from six to seven (laughs) that's right well, we I can't wait to have you back. It's always so exciting for me.
2: <laughs> she gets to have a cocktail break, girl.
0: Yes.
5: <laughs> and what a wonderful uh, afternoon it is having a
2: sister bless us here at House of Pride Radio. Aw, thank you. I'll be happy to come back and talk more.
5: <laughs> come back anytime and bring more sisters. Uh, so as we segue out of a, your hour takeover, let's play a new jam. Totally. I'm ready for that. This is coming from us from Europe. Okay. This is the production group. The producer, L.A. Rush, uh, his take on Justin Timberlake's "Can't Stop the Feeling." We
0: love feelings. Feeling
5: Don't go anywhere. Folks, because we're going to be back with Tweak and Turner's uh, mini House of Pride radio for 45 minutes with some fabulous guests. We'll be right back. All right, i got this feeling in the studio uh that was uh la rush's production take remix of just got can't stop the feeling from justin timberlake uh la rush is coming for, to you from sweden check him out on facebook under lenny la rush anderson good job guys you really working it over there um, well, welcome to a, a mini version of Twiggy Turner's House of Pride Radio. Pearl Tees isn't with us, but she'll be back soon. Uh, let's go around the
6: room and introduce ourselves. Who do we have? So we have Graham Fell here from uh, Prodify. I'm the CEO of a, an international marketing company that works in France, London, and also in San Francisco as well. Fabulous. and Fabulous accent, by the Thank way. Thank you very
5: much indeed. And, and to your right? Hi. I'm Silva, and I work for Graham. Are you guys lovers? No. (laughs) No. He's a Proli Ranger,
0: so he works for
7: Prolify. Welcome to House of Pride Radio. (laughs)
0: Thank you.
7: And I'm Diego. Um, I work for No Man. No Man. What's No Man? Yeah. Oh, it's a cafe.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a statement for a second. Yeah, it, it is. It's all the things. Yeah. We're going to get right into that. Um, actually, let's start. I wish I had one of your cups of uh, <clears throat> On Vanguard coffee with me right now. Me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell us about your your um, your part
7: owner of this cafe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we officially opened two months ago, and it's on 55 Dubois between Mission and Valencia, which is across the street from Zeitgeist and the skate park. Fabulous. And did you mention it was in a canister oh right it's a shipping container yeah it's like three of them like kind of smushed together s- together welded yeah. together perhaps. yeah welded yeah. exactly you know uh retrofitted
5: for earthquakes
7: uh well, i mean it's a metal box so i think we're good pretty safe yeah. yeah
5: yeah just don't step under it or yeah when it's shaking i guess don't
7: yeah you know. <laughs> don't, don't go under any metal the middle. box yeah um does it have windows um, sort of. It's like uh somebody bullet holes. They're kind of like fenced in. I don't know. We're still like kind of took a decorating. semi-automatic kind of yeah. Let the light in. Yeah. Well, there's there's holes. In there's the walls. Def- I'm yeah. sure there there's are doorways and in the
5: bathrooms as well probably. Um,
7: <laughs> does it have a bathroom? It does. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's actually really hot in the bathroom because it's like. The metal boxes—they get hot, so it's a little warm in our cafes. How do you handle the circulation of air? Um, I don't know. I just do. Yeah. (laughs) When Uh. you walk in, it's a breath of fresh air. So people just yeah, exactly. That's how that's how. Come and follow you and sit down and have a delicious cup of No Man coffee. Uh huh. And uh, what is your claim to fame over there? Uh, Well, we make turmeric lattes, and we also make horchata lattes. And we make the horchata in-house. Um, and what is I'll,
5: that? I've never heard of such a thing.
7: Well, it's, you know, uh, it's like a rice milk, um, like cinnamon thing. Oh, yes. Thing. Yeah.
5: And in <laughs> latte form, so creamy and foamy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that yeah. sounds good. What do you think of that, Graham? Sounds
6: really good, actually. I do might they pop have in that there tomorrow. Oh, they yeah. do. Well, but I live in <laughs> France, actually. Oh, sorry. Londoner living in France, but yeah. I don't think we have that in front, but it sounds good. So, if
5: folks listening to us now want to go to the cafe, No Man's Land or No Man, No Man. Yeah, No Man Coffee. No Man Coffee. (laughs) What are your hours? When can we earliest they can get
7: there? Do they have to bang Uh, on
5: the uh, metal to get let in? The
7: hours are seven to seven. Pretty much seven seven days a week. Yeah. Yeah, those are
5: normal hours. Yeah. Yeah. and they'll be greeted by a wonderful and talented young man in, by the name of Diego.
7: Oh, well, uh, there's actually five of us there, um, and I'm not there every day. But all five of us are artists, and we like take turns doing shifts there. What else would you, would you like us to know about No Man Coffee? Um, hmm. There's also a bar in the same shipping container, and there's about to be a sandwich shop, and we're having a drink and draw in a few days. Um. It's actually it's in two weeks. Let me. I could actually get you the actual okay. information. It's like six to nine, on not this Monday but the following Monday. So is it fair to say if the coffee wasn't really getting you there, you could segue into a stiff drink? Um. Yeah. It's a beer bar, mm-hmm. and there's also sake. I'm um, there. No liquor Okay, though.
5: we got a customer. Yeah. So <laughs> if folks go to um, No Man Coffee and they happen to mention Twiketurner House of Pride Radio, what do yeah. they get? Uh,
7: a free No Man button and a punch in the face. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
5: <laughs> a tour yeah. and a free yeah. No Man button. There you go. So you go today uh, and uh, visit this uh, fabulous art, artisan artisan's coffee shop called No Man's Coffee. No Man Coffee, plural. Yeah, yeah yeah singular. singular yeah singular okay yeah. alright fabulous um, um um desserts perhaps coming up sandwiches
7: um yeah we're actually talking to goody goody about getting pastries from them <laughs> oh and they're hmm. like nice pastries in the mission as well oh well sure. then I'll be there I'm there yeah
5: yeah got some customers lining up already is yeah. there like a line at the door in the morning
7: Mm, guess and no I don't know it depends on the weather yes yeah so, yeah, Got come on those.
5: down. Okay. we for you. Well, we're going to uh, go around the room. We're going to come back to you a little okay. bit uh, and talk about your art because you're quite um, uh, talented. So we'll be back to you. Don't go anywhere. Let's make our rounds to uh, Graham and your company.
6: So Prolify is... Prolify. Prolify. P-R-O-L-I-F-Y. Yes, I think
5: I net. brought it up here on the internet. Uh, you have a web page. We do.
6: Tell people where they go to get to your web page. Yeah, prolify.net. Is the U.S. platform okay? So we outsource uh, sales and marketing functions for high-tech companies such as Microsoft, Oracle, big enterprise companies, mm-hmm. and we also develop uh, applications, mobile applications for small to mid- medium sized. So
5: let's role play. Uh, okay. Apple comes to you and calls you, and well, they
6: wouldn't come to me. Oh, okay. No, Apple. because they're not enterprise software so we work with enterprise software companies
5: okay give us an example of how it will work
6: so we would uh, look at their value proposition look at their technology from a software perspective Mm -hmm. uh, and then help them message the value proposition to position to the clients that they need to sell to which is quite complex because they're Mm -hmm. very technical people yes and to translate that into a business message is very difficult and that's why they outsource to companies like Protify and that's what we do. So it's, 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 it's services that we provide, essentially.
5: And how long has it been up and going, your company?
6: product is one year old. So it's a new company, It's Books. a new company, but mm-hmm. with really big names. So we're doing so really call, well.
5: Get, get in today for the really good deals.
6: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. We're the, the, the shop's open.
5: The shop is the open. The shop
6: is open. Now, when you were six years old, was this something you've always wanted to do? No. My God, when I was six, <laughs> I, got, I, I wanted to be a train driver when I was six years old.
5: I heard that's really big in, in
6: England. To be a trainer? Yeah. yeah. It's like a yeah.
5: very respectable, respectable position.
6: Yeah. 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 So that there. didn't quite happen like that. But And no. then I worked for <laughs> large, big enterprise companies like HP and Intel and, and uh, big companies like that. And oh, I, it, I, I see. So, yeah. so uh, I'm from the high-tech industry.
5: Well, what's your driving wheel?
6: Ah, what do you mean by that?
5: Well, you know, what's driving you? What is your passion that's, that it keeps you going on full Tilt.
6: Lots of coffee. <laughs> Champagne. A stiff drink every now stiff and then. Stiff drink. No, lots of, lots of cocktails. Uh,
5: yeah, Wait, but no, I lo- the, I, I, we the love The phone is actually
6: ringing. Should we pick it up and see if it's yeah. one of your fans? okay. All right.
5: Hello, how's the Pride Radio? You're live on the air. I
0: forget
4: your
5: now. Yes, you always call. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sweet Cream. All right. She always calls the neighborhood lady. Thank you for interrupting our show once again, Sweet Cream. We love you. Um, Hi, Sweet Cream. Hey, Sweet Cream. Give it up. (laughs) So, as you were saying,
6: you... um, So, we're all about technology mm -hmm. and marketing, and that's what we do. So, it's it's the high-tech space. And you're based in France. Based in France, London, and also we have activity now in, in the U.S., which is really good for us
5: oh my god are we even worthy here at this show host such a talented uh, pool of folks over at your company well yeah
6: well, <laughs> we, speak to, we speak to anyone what can we do for you uh well i don't know i'm going to his bar after this <laughs> <laughs> i think it's closed until tomorrow morning
5: you have to go to are visiting san francisco
6: i am until <laughs> sunday and then i'm off to denver colorado for one month on is a, that a, on a mission trip for a business trip ah, right. yeah doing mm-hmm. some work over there
5: so. so what do you think about Little City here
6: well I've lived here before okay. so I know it really well uh, yeah. and uh, yeah your friend died yeah ha- it has
5: not been here before no
6: it's my first time here and what is your impression so far of our I love it it's brilliant mm-hmm. I was surprised by the cold though but it, uh, it's really the fog. the fog the fog does yeah. it get
5: foggy in, not in France probably in the summer it's warm here. It gets foggy in the yeah. morning, but it doesn't stay all day long. Like, I've never it. been to there, but well, I do gone. watch the cable French news channel here yeah. <laughs> on, on Comcast. 198. That's all I know. Turn it. It's, it's like 24-hour. It's like the CN, CNN version. <laughs> um, but uh, what, what do you make of all the like craziness going on in, in the, with the um, terror terrorist attacks? Are we attacks? Talk about the Brexit right now? <laughs> okay Whatever you well, want
6: Well Where do I start Well firstly I, d- I can't believe it happened it's, it's a bit of a shock For everybody And I think that Most, m- most young people Didn't vote Because they didn't realize And they weren't educated enough Does that affect your business No so, not, not really Because really? I'm based in France So that's yeah. the main Mother company is based in France, so it doesn't is really. Is it a impact. physical location? That's yeah. Well, actually, physically The headquarters is in France. Let
5: um, me ask I you: because of all the craziness going on, have you taken extra security measures for your your, your business, like your building, or mm. has it come
6: come not up yet? No, not yet. No, not, okay. not yet. But, but in the London office, there's lots of security because Microsoft is on our level, so.
5: Where you're only a year old, your company. Where, yep. How when you project into the future, yep.
6: where would you like to go? Uh, from a business perspective.
5: Yeah. What's your What's your business model? Well,
6: that's a bit of a
5: secret. <laughs> if you it? don't mind me asking, tell us all your secrets. I can't tell you all you my secrets. I'm getting around your business. Well, the, 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 I want to.
6: I want to be the best at what we do, and I think we're doing a really good job right now with some really big brands and some big names that trust us with uh, their brand. So that's I'm really interesting. Yes, it's quite good for a company that's so young. Mm-hmm. Um, but prior to that, I was working for HP uh, in various marketing positions for a long time. So mm-hmm. it's. Uh, and
5: yeah. you told me that, and it's okay to say this that um, your company is gay owned and operated.
6: Yes, correct.
5: Uh, which, um, for a tech company of your size, yeah. it isn't
6: as common as one. Correct. Would think, or maybe mm-hmm.
5: nobody thinks it is, but I never
0: did.
6: Yeah, it's difficult. I mean, I think if if you work for a, comp- a large corporation, you have to be in hiding about if you're gay or not. Um, and, Do you come across
5: a lot of like customers that are very
6: corporate and? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we with, look at the the companies that we work with. They're very corporate, but they're very savvy now that they can't be homophobic. But back in the day, when I worked for a very large company which starts with H and ends with P, based in Palo Alto. Um, yeah, they, they were, you know, it, it was a long time ago, and it, I think times have changed a bit since then, so mm-hmm. it's different. Who would that be? Well, I guess, <laughs> let me think about that.
5: Holiday in party, <laughs> party Deluxe? No. Um, yeah, now people are probably more educated or, you know, yeah, Do you, I think I don't, there's I have, still
6: lots of discrimination within corporate companies for people. I, I that, feel like yeah. Europe
5: is, you know, so more advanced than we are. We here. try to be. You've been at it a, a, a little we bit longer. We try to be. We're you? trying to
6: adopt a different <laughs> system that's very, you know, uh, there's not like a boss. Everyone's a co- I'm like a colleague. I'm mm-hmm. not like the boss, so everybody's working together, and it's very open plan and. You know, not in my own office and it's very everyone's equal are you like would it, uh, a typical day be what would it be like for you wake up with a really bad headache <laughs> uh, think shit I've got to go work today uh, and then uh, it's just crazy it's just crazy it's are non-stop, you non-stop travel a lot back to yeah. London and then back to the US quite a lot and then we're expanding into the US quite aggressively as well this year so it's uh, full on
5: Oh, okay. Here in the Bay Area, perhaps?
6: Yeah, and then also in Denver, Colorado as well. So lots of activity. Awesome. Awesome.
5: And what is your um, theme song for your company? We don't have one. Oh, how about about? Gypsy of Love by Gypsy Love? We do a Gypsy of Love, who I love, who I (laughs) met like last year.
6: And I know Gary Virginia, who I love. Yeah. And Gypsy Love, who I love as well.
5: (laughs) Well, actually, we probably want to come up with an original, but we'll use uh, Gypsy...
6: As the singer. You could do that. She's hired.
5: Yeah. Okay. There we go. I just pitched an idea and you took it. Gypsy you're hired. <laughs> uh, we'll write you a song. I'd like that. Yeah. We can actually we, we have enough there's enough talent. to do that. A jingle. A jingle, yes.
6: Yeah. Yeah. You know. Let's do that. That's All actually right. a good plan.
5: What else do we need to know about your company from our you know, from talking to the, have, the, the have fat a look here. on
6: prodify.net. Uh, we also have a Facebook page as well. You can see what we do and who we work with and the companies that we meet.
5: Can you give us a name of who you're working with, an example?
6: Oracle. Oracle. Microsoft. Oh, you De- Deloitte. Yeah. Uh, Atos. Um, Caminario, which is a really good technology uh, company that does mm-hmm. flash storage, which is next generation. Um, and uh, then we do work with smaller companies as well that are unknown
5: were you the ones that closed were you the one who closed some of those deals yeah
6: so I'm, i i close the deals and then i also work on the project as well so i do everything i also make the tea in the office you make the, which you pisses know, me off
5: isn't that nice that you could be so humble and be on top of uh, yes. you know the pack there yeah this is a good guy is not yeah. yeah
6: in france it's slightly different because you've got this <laughs> pyramidical system of like it's, it, the management structure is quite different than oh, what it? I'm used to in, in London so it's, you've got like In a good way? It's very different, it's very rigid and un, it's all structured and very formal and, and, and official and I'm not used to that so it's, it's compared to London versus And what is Paris. it like
5: in London? Then? Not formal?
6: Well they don't really judge you you can not have a, a master's degree in marketing and if you've got experience they'll take you Whereas in France, you need that, and I think that's, you know, they discriminate, you know, you your going to put the CV in the bin if you don't have those qualifications, which oh, I okay. think is just, whereas London, they're more visionary and they, they look at experience as opposed to qualifications, which I think people that's need to do more. interesting,
5: and you're so close to each other.
6: And yeah, but so different. Yes. So different. It's a love-hate relationship between France and the UK. I Why think.
5: did you... Um, Make you know, build the foundation in France.
6: Well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> if you're bitching about it so much, <laughs> yeah, no, I do love it though. No, don't get me wrong, I love it. I love France, I love it because okay. they've got really good wine and really good cheese. Yes. But, um, yeah, I was uh, in a relationship with somebody, which yes. is one of the reasons why they I always worked. say don't move for uh, yeah for a, a lover, but I, yeah, but I was still working in London at the time, but mm-hmm. um, I moved to. La Rochelle, which is where Prolify is based, is Southwest that, France, one hour and a half from Bordeaux. Southwest
5: France is it close to Nice, where the Italian border? No,
6: no, no. It's it's, it's sort of if you it's look the on the South coast, South Southwest. Just, oh, west just is the just other up, side. That's right. Oh yeah. Yep. So, so Portugal um, is close by. Uh, it's no, it's near Spain. Oh, it's near Spain. You know, like in four hours, you can be in San Sebastian. Oh, cool. It's a really good place. All right, I'm yeah. to come visit you. You should do. It's a really nice place. Never been, but now I, I, now I really
5: want to go. Yeah. Um, can people go on tour? In, in <laughs>
6: do you have tours? In the office?
5: Yeah, in your building? Is yeah, it, you can go big? in. Yeah. Okay. Security might not let you in. <laughs> now you mentioned it.
6: But yeah, you can, you can, you can pop in. Yeah.
5: Is there like a mail guy that goes around with the cart? A mail? not yet not yet no no yet no <laughs> i had that job that job at hershey hershey's job oh, yeah. At once. yeah once i was the guy that went around back in the day was that, did you, was that fun no it really was my cup of tea was i have to shit? be honest was with it, you can i swear can i swear what was it shit? say whatever you want was it shit yeah dark yeah. chocolate oh, shit. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> um it, well it was easy but it wasn't yeah. very challenging you know you go right around, yeah but, but uh yeah right it was What was cool was like some of the guy people who worked here, at San Francisco based, you know, were characters. So there was like a leather guy that was at one of the pews and whatnot. So that was interesting. You know, that long ladder you climb and you start out. You know, I'm not knocking the job. I mean, if it's it's definitely a good fit for someone, but not not for me. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'm more into like entertaining. I noticed that. (laughs) I I was looking for a song to take a musical break and I can't think of like I was thinking a French song. Why don't we play a Gypsy Gypsy L- Gypsy Love song. That's a great Beautiful idea. Beautiful
6: thing. Let's play that. Yes, since we were just And I love her by the way. Let's see. I met her last 2 years ago, I think, when I Garing. put in
5: Gypsy Love. Everyone at home should do the same thing. Gypsy Love, she is a recording artist as well. And what do I have? So, why don't you guys talk amongst yourselves while I'm queuing up the song?
6: What are you doing tonight? <laughs> well, since this bar's closed, uh, I don't know actually what, What's the plan, what I'm going to do. There's no plan, is there a plan? I don't think there's a plan. There's no plan. I'm not planned, I don't plan things. You don't. You're very spontaneous. I, I, I am. I am. I mean, we did this massive walk today that was took, uh, I don't know, all day. We walked like 16 mi- 17 miles, 16, 17 miles. From the Cliff House. From the Cliff House. From Buena Vista Park down to uh, Ocean Drive up to Cliff House al- along the trail.
5: Yes, the famous trail. The, the famous, famous trail.
6: trail. Then I almost got killed because we had to do Cliff. Uh, rock climbing mm-hmm. which I didn't really know <laughs> and I almost fell off the cliff and I ha- I'm, I've I'm, got vertigo so I was like f- frozen for a while and then Did, I started, I almost fell uh, I'm, you know you could die that way Did you? I almost died playing Pokemon Go in the street as well like I mentioned earlier <laughs> I was like looking for po- Pokemon's and this bus was like beep!
5: Lord have yeah, mercy we just,
6: so it deleted that application
5: well I'm glad you after that you were able to find the courage and strength to make it over to
6: House of Pride Radio
5: and State with us (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's have a short musical break listen to Gypsy of Love a song I actually wrote for Gypsy Love who did a a tremendous job recording it and it's released on Leo Frappier's label hit save music here it goes sometimes it takes a little bit of time we'll be right back folks Right, shout out to gypsy love uh, she is on Woo. vacation i i like, heavily have oh. pregnant by the way <laughs> yeah she's expecting um we love gypsy she calls us once a month gives us astrology update
6: she did mine she did my reading Last year, good things. You told me to get rid of my boyfriend, and I did it. Oh,
5: what's your boyfriend's <laughs> name? Ex-boyfriend's name. I can't tell you that. Okay.
6: I'm gonna. Is it Francisco? It's a French nature? guy. It's a French guy, <laughs> from La Rochelle.
5: Oh, okay. Well,
6: farewell. She said, "Get rid. Get rid." Really? So Was it good,
5: honey? Didn't work. It wasn't. How long well, were uh, you together? Uh,
6: uh, too long. Okay. <laughs>
5: is anyone in a relationship in this room? Raise a I hand. Am. Yeah, I am. Oh, you are. Yeah. With a woman.
2: Not with a guy.
5: Oh, with a guy! Well, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Where is he? In London. All right. Shout out to. Sorry. What's his, what name? his name? His is called Jack. Jack. Hey. Yeah. What hey, up, Jack? Jack? <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's uh, go from enterprise, corporate, business to more artistic angle. Swing right
7: back over to Diego. Hey. Hey, Hey, girl. How's it going? Good. So I'm posing at Dr. Sketchy's tomorrow, which is in a new location at 1661 Tennessee Street. I believe it starts at 7, maybe like 7 to 9 or 6, actually 6 to 9, and I am going to be dressed up as... Um, X Men Storm and X Men's Mystique. So if you're... I feel
5: like you're reading, like you don't even know. You are you reading? I'm, you I'm reading to... from my calendar.
7: My <laughs> calendar on my phone tells me everything, and I don't really remember if my phone doesn't tell me.
5: You're that. It's the coffee. Yeah. It's yeah. getting up so early. And yeah, really... <laughs> I had to get
7: up at six today. Oh so lord, lord up have mercy.
5: Well, by the way, do you guys have a webpage or a Facebook page for the coffee shop, No Man Coffee? We do.
7: It's nomancoffee.co um, instead of .com. Uh, or you could go on Instagram at nomancoffeeco.
5: Very cool. Yeah. So I know you over the years as a, as an artist. You do. I, I, I remember back in the day you were doing cartoons. Uh-huh. And where have you, how have you grown from that?
3: Would it,
7: um, well, I'm still doing illustrations for people, grab design, um, I just designed a t-shirt for Dulce Leche, which is a local drag queen. She sure is. Uh-huh. Hey! Yeah, um, it's, <laughs> good. it's pretty cute. It's a portrait of her, um, it's gonna be on a tank top, it's coming out, I believe next week, just in time for Summer Camp, which is this, like, Guerneville drag thing that's about to happen. Oh, yeah, Guerneville, cool. Mm-hmm. And then this Sunday, I'm performing at Rumi Palooza with, like, 15 other people. Will you be um, in drag? Yeah. It's a, it's a drag thing. What um, is your drag name? Oh, my drag name is Trangel Lansbury. Uh, and She's English, my- by the I way. met
6: Lady Cookie the other day at Doreale.
7: Lady
5: Cookie Kachoo?
6: couture so. couture yeah. couture um, yeah. yes yeah well, I can't she's know, like a, her her name really funny, name so funny. She's, she's a really nice she person is, yeah yeah
5: just you think you can throw like a beer can and hit a drag queen in the city mm-hmm. it's not like they're everywhere yeah uh, yeah that's true <laughs> we're, we're looking at each other like, at like oh drag well that's not stuff. really that unusual
7: uh, yeah <laughs>
5: there's like two right in this room within right. 10 foot radius you'll
6: tweak each other right yeah yes
5: um so Transler
7: Ashbury, Transler Lansbury like yes. Angela Lansbury yes yeah she's that actress from England yeah, yeah, she did. Jessica, she, Murder she wrote. Wrote, she, wrote. Jessica Fletcher, Murder She Wrote, um, wrote. Bedknobs and Broomsticks.
6: Yeah, I love. That's one of my favorite. Um, films, now that's
7: now it's interesting. How does a cute Latin boy become associated with an English actress? Uh, so it's funny. I was like talking to some friends in like chemistry class in senior year of high school, and then we were talking about Golden Girls. And then I was like, oh, yeah, do you guys like Murder She Wrote? Um, I was thinking, you know, it's kind of related because they're both like shows that feature like older ladies. No, they didn't like Murder She Wrote. That is mm-hmm. for like their grandmother or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. that kind of like hurt me. Um, but you, you were I, the like, only one. I relate to like old white ladies for some reason. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe just because I watched a lot of TV growing up and they were. Which was some where? Of my where did you grow up? Daily City oh close by
6: Uh Mm -hmm. yes I don't know where that is by the way
7: and then when you don't know where it is there's nothing to do there it's right next to um, San Francisco it's It's a a part city over Mm -hmm.
5: yeah pretty much so
7: when did you have that that you know epithemy to change to twist the name to make it your own uh i don't know i had like a whole list of them me and my drag sister margaret cholo were like just kind of like talking about ideas for names and stuff um we were talking about it for a really long time to perform and then didn't but we were at some show and he asked the host if we can perform and then the host was supposed to be spelling and they were all like yeah sure perform next week and so we had to just like you had to nail it. Get it all yeah. together really, really fast. All right. Yeah.
5: And she was born. <laughs> and she was born. So fabulous. So you, um, you you're doing a lot.
7: You, you're, um, you have clients as an artist, and you're running a business. Yep. Most I mostly get my clients through word of mouth, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Um, and we'll see. I don't know. I'm applying for some things that are a little more full time as well. So we'll see what happens. Okay. And how's your love life, if you don't mind me asking? Um, live on the air. I like someone right <laughs> now.
5: We're not like in any way labeled of anything. I saw you walking with the cute guy the oh, other yeah? day. Oh yeah. Yeah. When was that? Oh, uh, like a uh, two and a half weeks ago. Oh okay. Was that? Could that have been him? We live I mean, in the same I, walk walk. With I wasn't near cute. them. I'm not really <laughs> no, sure. It wasn't you, Graham. I mean, it's quite possible. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh yeah because we're neighbors so it's like <laughs> yeah you know, i spied you. you live together we live in no, there it's, it's like a block, block away, away. it's you? so funny yeah we'll I'll run into uh there's a lot of people that i know that live in that area mm-hmm. uh, this is a lower border of tenderloin tenderloin and lower knob hill mm-hmm. anyways tenderloin heights tenderloin is what the cops call it tender <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, super excited. I am going to have a cup of that No Man's Coffee one of these days very soon. And I do recommend all of our listeners, all 15 of you, go to <laughs> No Man's Coffee
7: tomorrow morning. It's in the DuBois truck stop. You can't yeah. miss it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's You actually could miss it. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> Go, what it's what like, color go to the is the park.
5: is the canister? Is it a, is a rusty gray? So the
7: thing is, <laughs> it's black, but it's behind a fence. Yeah. So like, they're in the fenced area. There's like, there's a doorway. So you, if you're not, if you're just like Pokemon going, yeah. you're not gonna. You're see gonna it. walk right oh, oh, yeah. past. Yeah. Do but you have to claw- you,
6: <laughs> do you do uh, do you do that Pokemon Go? Shit?
7: No, I don't. But I did actually just create a meme based on it. Just just. Get people understood in no man coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, you, know, you do it. it. Is, oh,
5: that's so clever. Um, that,
6: that's a, a, quite a good business. Yeah, <laughs> people will die from Pokemon Go. I'm telling Yeah, you I, I heard out. about it. Yeah. Um, I really. I almost got killed I can twice. Really, yeah,
5: I can well, barely get by in the real world. Like, me, I right. Mean, <laughs> exactly. right. I see enough characters in the real world. Yeah, it's true. Me, especially Nintendo. In yeah. Oh my God, it's so bad. There's like
7: every. I can totally understand how The, night, how, um, the Living Dead was cre- inspired. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Especially if you're like on drugs and then you're seeing them on drugs, it gets a little scary. <laughs> oh, or you, take it, you take
5: it there, do you?
7: Yeah, I haven't really been. <laughs> well, I don't like to walk around in the neighborhood. I bike, mm-hmm. um, but it's not a nice walk.
6: No. Um, have you yeah. biked and Pokemon go at the same time? No, I
7: don't Pokemon Go. Will you just That's d- like let it, it go? Oh, it's gone. I've <laughs> deleted it.
6: It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. It's deleted. It's gone. Yeah. Put it to bed. So My, you um, should have.
5: T- Salvador should have stayed because he's totally into Pokemon. Is he? Yes, you guys could have, you know, is it, really. Is there a Pokestop around here? There should be one yeah, right here one on your lap. Check to tell you. Did you? <laughs> oh, you did? I don't even understand. What does it all mean? God.
6: It's like virtual insanity. Virtual yeah.
5: ghosts floating around. Yeah,
6: you have to run around chasing things and like catching them. It's insane. But why? I don't know. But I was addicted, <laughs> and I had to, I stopped conference calls to go and catch Pokémon. <laughs> Not very professional, is it? Really? You need to relax. You I know. have this, now. This is I've deleted it. It's gone.
5: <laughs> There's a nice kabuki bath in Japantown I could recommend. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a bit
6: dangerous if you ask me
5: (laughs) no that would be the power exchange maybe
7: what's the bath the steamworks yeah I haven't been to those I've been to the kabuki one though yeah that's proper right they don't allow any funny business in there so it's like you can can look they have really nice um, salt scrubs there in the the steam room what did you say salt scrubs oh salt salt scrubs yeah salt scrubs yeah it's like exfoliating (laughs) Yeah. And who does that? You just get some salt yourself. It's like in the steam room. You just like get up, get it, grab some of it. It's like, like a bit, like a bit chalk, like, kind of like a chalk. No, it's thing. like it's like broken up. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like rock salt or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
5: It probably is rock salt because we don't need rock salt here because the climate's very mild. But
7: Oh, you, you mean to like salt the driveway or whatever? The ice. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah make you know making the use of a tale of such
5: yeah oh god where is this leading (laughs) (laughs) graham's like um (laughs) hashtag help what time is it (laughs) pokemon out up here
6: yeah pokemon's (laughs) gone uh
5: well let's swing around we have like two minutes uh let's uh juice it up how do we want to go out go out with
6: a last thought or two graham i would say what would you say what would i say that um, it's really good to come back to San Francisco and I think it's a really good city and uh, have you had
5: sex
7: here yet
6: no, no. wow
7: you know um, I've heard, <laughs> it sounds amazing doesn't Fine. it it's
5: true if anyone has a question or compliment or um, suggestion for Graham I, I would, have a suggestion
7: well I heard that some people are like meeting up and on their, you know, like, blue or red Pokemon team or whatever, and then they start, like, you know, it's like, like social.
6: Oh like my God, Pokemon if, Grinder.
7: Pokemon it's Grinder. A, I mean... Yeah, or Timber. Not really. I mean, it's basically you just meet them out in the areas that the Pokemon are, like, jumping.
5: Well, uh, Dolores Park really. probably
7: would work if you want Maybe. a quickie. <laughs> <laughs> There's not really anywhere to hide over there. Not anymore.
5: Although I had a good time behind the utility box there. By the tennis court before they changed the tennis court. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just saying, that was back in the day. Yeah. Uh, But uh, yes, you should go out tonight, Graham, and you know, let it all hang out. Quite literally.
6: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
7: (laughs) Where should he go? There's a party at Moe's oh, Dick.
6: Is there? Um, that's cute. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I've a got loads of friends. that I'm gonna probably call after this. And, yeah. Uh, hang
7: um, out. it's on like 18th. It's like near 18th and Castro. It's yeah. Like 18th, Grace that Towers. Yeah, event? yeah. Is right. Yeah. No, um, still, I
6: used to go. I used to go to the Q Bar when I lived here.
7: Right. That um that event on Wednesdays isn't going on anymore. Right. Um, but they do
5: have a new event at the Q Bar, and I like the oh, did you? The, oh okay. um, the facilitators of it. Um, What's it called? It is called um. Is, uh, it's a, a, cla- is a groovy, soul classic Motown soul night. Yeah. Oh, wow. Called, um, what is it called? Damn, why can't I, I remember? I didn't hear about it. Yeah. Until just now. Because uh-huh. it used to be Juanita Morris Party on Wednesday. Right. What was that called? Uh, it's Booty hard- Call Wednesdays. Booty Call Wednesdays. Yeah. Now it's Mojo. Mojo. Yeah. So it's like Motown, classic soul, and... Um, Great staff, really friendly, yeah. and we, I've I've gone there and danced a few times. You could actually make your rounds, you, you and your friends might do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so forth and so forth. Okay, so just to reiterate, <laughs> you, uh, how can folks find
6: your company? Learn Prol- more about dot net, mm-hmm. and also on Facebook, prolify it's Fabulous. Facebook. Thanks yes. very much. Well.
5: You're welcome. Thank you for finally coming here. Yes, I know. So I, I supposed to do it last year. year. I well, can't hey. believe
6: it. Yeah, already a year's gone.
5: And like that.
6: Uh-huh.
5: And where can folks learn more about you?
6: Well, they can find me on Facebook as well and on the Prolify um, page soon because I haven't been working for Prolify long yet. He's a long. new person. Yeah.
5: Oh, you each get a like a bio page. You do. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. fabulous.
6: We just don't really quite know what he does yet. But what <laughs> we do, when we do, we'll write Nobody the profile. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Stealth.
7: <laughs>
5: um, Diego? Again, you're. And then
7: me, you could find me at Design Nerd. So that's spelled D E S I G N N U R D, and that's on Blogspot, on Instagram, on Facebook, pretty much everywhere.
5: Wonderful, wonderful, folks. Let's thank you for joining in, both for. The Emperor's Takeover with Salvador Tova and our little mini Tweak Turner House of Pride radio show. to join us next Wednesday here in San Francisco, 6 p.m. Pacific time. We'll see you then. Let's go out with another Gypsy Love song. Let's do that. This. this one is called From 2014.
6: Oh, I love that one.
5: A Beautiful Thing. Yes. She wrote this. She did. Let's check it out. This is the
6: Tweak Turner mix of I course. danced to that one. I'm
5: drunk. <laughs> Uh, shall I turn up the volume?
6: Yeah.
5: All right, folks. Goodbye. Everyone say goodbye. Bye.
3: This elephant in my room has crushed more than I could ever remember I held. I will just have to sweep up out the pieces and start fresh. After I shoot the motherfucker, of course, haul him out piece by piece through the front door, he won't go by himself. No matter how many treats I try, or promises of open plains or pokes and jabs at his behind, and so it's time to bring him down the hard way. I may have to scrub my floors of blood, but at least I'll have meat for months and so much more space in the long run. you're getting a double dose these are both brought to you by Noah Singularity the day was a set of bamboo chimes Their gentle knocking hollow in the best of ways like a glass of wine <laughs> sorry like a glass waiting for wine like the hole in the tree trunk for the critters creatures Hey, let's start this over, because I can do that. It's my show. All right, here we go. The day was a set of bamboo chimes, their gentle knocking, hollow in the best of ways, like a glass waiting for wine, like the hole in the tree trunk for the creatures, like the dark night bear and ready for a ripening moon, like the carved flute, like the conch shell, like open lips, like all spaces meant for making music the day was. in Shaggy Soul Shakedown. to a little uh, this day in history we have a trio of tragedies today on this day Abraham Lincoln was shot by John Wilkes Booth at Ford's Theater in Washington D.C. in 1865 also on this day in 1912 the Titanic hit the iceberg at 1140 off Newfoundland and sank and worst of all In 1994, Billy Crystal and Chrissy Brinkley announced plans to file for divorce. Sad day today. are listening to Shaggy's soul shakedown on mutiny radio feel free to give me a call at 415-550-0511
8: We don't know how till we older, man. If love is a place, I'm going to go again. At least now, now I know to go with within. At times, it can take your vote a spin. Heartbreak hotel to your home again. I've seen love make a nigga soul pretend. Like a story that he don't want to end. Yo, how beautiful, love can be. On the streets, love is hard to see. from in the hood love we was told to run from that same hood where the gun sung we holla love hoping it become one crack got so many lives undone from lack of love many hide some run I knew this girl with a son who dreamt of acting in plays. Demonstration with a man, had her trapped in a maze. Trying to find herself again, much of that she gave. game. Love can free us, to with some react as a slave. Funny, we love her more when they relax in a grave. Wonder if a thug is raw, is he acting afraid? Everybody loves someone, I attract shade. Heard of the love of money, but compassion it pays. Talk about it with my youth, so she understand what it is to be loved by a man. Uh beautiful, love. Love is hard to see.